Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here. YouTube.com forward slash Steve Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button or the notify button uh, to make sure you get like, notifications. This is not the time for power rankings. No. I apologize for having that up on the thing. I got one of these Elgato stream decks I'm still figuring out because I'm a freaking grandpa. Um, be sure also, if you're listening to this on the iOS podcast app, uh, consider leaving a review. If you really want to support the show, leave a review or a rating, and that really helps boost us up in the rankings and gets the show more exposure. If you take a couple seconds out and do that, that'd be huge and greatly appreciated by us. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And uh, today is Chat Trivia Day, Larson, because it's our Tuesday show. Uh-huh. And today for Chat Trivia, the 53 patrons watching right now live on the live stream have an opportunity to win this signed Jeff Jarrett card. Yeah. Who's it signed by? Jeff Jarrett. No. No. Uh, us. Arguably more popular figures. We're all, they're also going to be receiving, whoever wins Chat Trivia today receives this signed copy of today's Daily show show notes. Yeah. Going in raw daily show notes. So that's very exciting. Very much so. Alex C in the chat is he's getting this this he's getting a Michael Cole card and then this this these show notes here where I drew a picture of Baron Corbin right here. Saying, You're not me. You're not me. So that's very exciting. If you want to help support Going In Raw, head over to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. All sorts of rev- uh, rewards including access to chat, trivia, and the prizes we give away. Yes. Uh, and, of course, we're also available on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw. I got my Young Bucks shirt. You got me the shirt. Man, you know what, dude? I feel like you dressed me today because I got the Jordans you gave me oh. for Christmas. Uh-huh. The shirt you gave me for my birthday. Where is Bullet Club Hunter shirt, man? I've worn it to sleep in a few times. Really? It's very comfortable Dude, that's shirt. a great shirt. You know people would love to see Bullet Club Hunter shirt on you on the show. Well, next time it's at the top of my drawer clean, then oh, I'll consider it. Oh, my goodness gracious. You, California. Time, time being, 
for the time being, is buried yeah. in a drawer of wrestling shirts. No, man, you're buried in my heart. That's fine. Um, and then, yeah, so that's it. So, uh, is there anything else I got to say? No. I think that's good. Yeah, we're fine. All right. Anyways, thanks for tuning in. We'll talk. Wait, no, we got to no. All right, Smackdown. see you later, everybody. Man, I love SmackDown. Let me tell you what. I thought SmackDown was the bee's knees, man. It was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I thought that, you know, sometimes I feel like with their weekly programming, WWE. Well, it was good because whenever Kevin Owens and now Sami Zayn are the focus of the show, good things happen. Yeah. You know, especially when Kevin Owens, like when Kevin Owens. Yeah, he totally cut me off. I was going to say something. Mm-hmm. When they're leading. Now you know how I feel. Oh, I don't cut you off. Now when they're leading to a pay-per-view, I feel like sometimes they just have too much pressure on them. Yeah. They spin their wheels a bit. Now with the pressure relieved. Well, I think right now, too, the, they, right now they can focus on an A story and a couple B stories, whereas for a pay-per-view, that's. Potentially eight stories they have to develop uh, in preparation for pay per view. Let me right answer. now it's just right now it's Owens, Sami Zayn is a story. Yeah, and then you know the cup like AJ, Jinder, and then uh, the women's division. Those are the top three stories. Let me ask you something: Is there anything better in wrestling right now than Kevin Owens and Sami? No, Zane? I would say there's nothing better in wrestling. Period. There's nothing better than Kevin in Owens. pop culture in life in the grand scheme of the universe right now. Than Kevin Owens and Sammy. Kevin Zane. Owens' last two word or last two sentences he said in SmackDown was a reminder, just right there, in and of itself, yeah. why he is one of, if not my favorite wrestler. In the whole industry right now. Hug me, hold me tight. Hug me, hold me tight. Well, hugging Sammy Zayn and staring at Nakamura and Orton. Yeah, I've never seen two guys. And we, we, you know, we comment on this every once in a while. For example, Shields back together. Who seems happiest about that? Yeah. Seth Rollins. Yeah. You know, Seth Rollins seems very, very happy about it. And here's the thing about Seth Rollins. He's, he's a massive star. He's a huge star. He could oh, be yeah. doing anything. He could be the top star in the whole company. Exactly. So it's not like, oh, I'm happy because I'm, a, you know, I'm in the A story again. No, I think he just legitimately enjoys being in the Shield again. Yeah. He likes being, you know, the reunited band. Sammy and Kevin Owens, I think, are even happier that they get to take their real-life friendship and be just dicks about it, obnoxious about it on TV. They have so much fun. The only problem I could potentially see is at a certain point, very shortly... People are not going to want to boo those guys. Oh, no. I mean, already it's kind of at that point, but Sammy's so good at being so smarmy. He's so obnoxious. He's so good at being obnoxious. <laughs> He's so, dude. And we saw that when he was doing that, that overly analytical face. Though, yeah. That it was, almost, it was almost too much at points. Yeah. But now the way he's doing it now, just like really overdoing it on his entrance, just mm-hmm. to kind of troll the fans. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of be like, I'm still a good guy, mm-hmm. but being super obnoxious nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, it was it was, it was, it's so much fun. It's absolutely so much fun. So I thought that being kind of the anchor of the show yep. really helped it. Um, and then there was a couple other high spots for me. Uh, and I will bring up the show notes right now. Why All right. don't you kick it off? So Daniel They're Bryan. in Seattle. So yeah. yeah, Daniel Bryan, he's from uh, Washington. Mm-hmm. So he came out to open the show to a, a rousing ovation. Yeah. Um, and he got on the mic and said it's good to be home. Uh, he announced some matches, including a uh, six-woman tag match. Um, and then he says, I got I got a problem with somebody. I got a lot of there. problems with you people. He was airing some grievances. Not yeah. quite best this time, but I guess in Seattle it might, might be. Right. Um, he says, based on uh, this person's actions at Hell in the Cell and the SmackDown after, 
And you talk to Sami Zayn. Yes. Sami Zayn comes down with his really over-the-top entrance now. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets in the ring. And, you know, they talk about how long they've known each other and, and whatnot. And Sami Zayn says, I'm still a nice guy. I'm still a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Which but is the best way of going about being a I know. But, yeah. but uh, uh, essentially he's saying, you know, Daniel, you had the fans. They never really supported me the same way they supported you. So now I don't have that expectation that I have to be something for them. Mm-hmm. Sammy says, I can just be me. Yeah. And he says, it's fr- it, it, I feel free now. Yeah. Which is a perfect way to describe now how he goes about his business. <laughs> free of any burden. Yes. <laughs> Completely free from any burden and or responsibility. Exactly. Free of consequence. It's fantastic. And he called Daniel Bryan a housewife. Yeah, several times. He said, you were the guy we all looked up to because you were the guy of our generation who really broke through. And the great thing about this all is that they all do share a history on the independent oh, scene. Oh, Ring of Honor, yeah. In Ring of Honor, exactly. Yeah. And so they've got all these, you can go back and see all this great stuff with these three guys in Ring of Honor and PWG and across the indie landscape. And so they're all here in the big times together. And you just, you get this idea, even though Daniel Bryan is obviously playing, you know, the, the sort of victim here, I guess, um, you know, the face role, you can all tell. You can tell that he's probably giddy to be. You know, if he has to be doing this, he's giddy to be doing it with these guys. Yeah. You know. Um, so I thought that was great. Uh, Kevin Owens comes down, and uh, they both sort of uh, lay in uh, tag team verbally. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan, and it's really really effective stuff. Daniel Bryan ends up leaving, and uh, uh, Kevin Owens is like, "Well, where are you going?" And he turns around and says. I'm going to go find two guys who will punch you guys in the mouth. Yeah. And crowd, big pop from the crowd. Yeah. Well, also, they uh, both Owens and Sami Zayn called him a hypocrite mm-hmm. and said, right now, Daniel Bryan, you are what you fought against. You are the authority. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That it was, was all big, really good effective stuff. He, well, and then he put, it's funny because he called him the authority, the authority, but he punctuated it by calling him a sellout. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, and Daniel Bryan was doing a great job of selling all Yeah, that. he absolutely was. You can tell when he really wants to put the other. You know, Daniel, he never, I'm never going to say he phones it in. Sometimes I think he understands if he's given some particularly ridiculous or bad dialogue to say, he hams it up because yeah. he understands that there's no way anybody would ever say the things that he's given to say. Yeah. Um, I would never say that he phones it in because uh, I think he legitimately enjoys doing some of the stuff that he does. Yeah, He'd yeah, obviously yeah. rather be wrestling. Yeah, and I think... I, what, a point you're you're going to make there is is when he's in something with either people he likes, yeah, 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 or respects, yeah. or he thinks is good, he really gives it his. Yeah, own. absolutely, yeah. Uh, next up, we had Becky Lynch, Naomi, and Charlotte versus Tamina, Lana, and Natalia. And Carmella was on commentary. Yes, uh, Lana is not getting any better. No, that, that roll up towards really the end on Charlotte was yeah not sharp. It's not 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 good, man. But, uh, yeah, they need to have her stick to managing. Yeah, um, probably the best. Anyways, this is kind of, a, cl- this is kind of a, a mess of a match. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you know, when Becky Lynch and Natalia are in there, it's like, okay, they know what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, Charlotte ended up uh, tapping out Lana mm-hmm. in the figure eight. Mm-hmm. So that was good. It was whatever. They, they they sort of replayed also when Natalia tried to – when Natalia did hit Charlotte in the leg with the chair. Yeah. They tried to replay that as well. Charlotte ended up, you know, getting the boot in before she's able to do it this time. Yes. So we'll see how is there. There is no number one contender right now. No. For that. No. Okay. Well, they have time. Next uh, pay per view for SmackDown and Survivor Series. Yeah, they have plenty so they of time. about a month. I wonder if they're even going to do 
Well, I mean, if the rumors they are true, and Charlotte could be involved in the horsewoman versus horsewoman match, if that comes there, to pass. You know what's funny, though? There hasn't really been any heat on those rumors lately, you yeah. know? So I don't know if they're really actually going to be doing that. Really not the conclusion of the Young Classic. Yeah. Like around then. At this point, it's kind of like you're... you're you got to start building up. you got to start building to that, yeah. I don't know. It, would, it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know. If, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to go full on with the whole brand versus brand thing. I mean, they could do either a mini feud... You know, before, from from now until then, if they do have a brand versus brand, like Natalia fights, uh, who's, oh, Alexa Bliss or something at Survivor Series, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know if they do, they'd go that far. Yeah. Uh, next up, we finally got our uh, Pulp Fiction no, wannabe. No, before that, something else happened. Dan Bryan was walking backstage, and he walked up to Sammy oh, and Kevin Owens, yeah. and they said, well, you had any luck finding anybody that to uh, fight SNC? And they're right? just, they're so, they're so smarmy I know. with it. Yeah. Dan Bryan says, yeah, a lot of people. Everybody, <laughs> everybody backstage. Everybody volunteered to punch you in the mouth, yeah. but your opponents will be Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, and they were not. They were kind of. Ugh, ugh, yeah. Ugh, ugh. Ugh. Let me ask them. How how quickly do you think it's going to get to? Because I think they're going to ride the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens thing for a while. Yeah. They have to come up against the Usos at some point, right? Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I would think that that'd be the case. And I love the bit with the Usos tonight. I love. I I, I really like. We'll talk about it when we get there. But yeah. I thought it was really good. Then we had the Fashion Police in Pulp Fashion, the Pulp Fiction. Uh, thing the ascension they're stealing everything yeah man. I know they're stealing all the scenes now I know they're good man they're, really they're good. so good and all it makes me it makes me hope that it's going to lead to more stuff with them oh, and more so. success because I mean, they're the, good. the way they're they're just kind of uh, casually handling this two B reference I mean the oh it's great is like the ascension said it's obvious it's the Bludgeon Brothers <laughs> yeah two B you didn't solve that one it's obviously the Bludgeon Brothers and you know they just I I love that it. it's so. Like meta and it poking fun at itself. Anything resembling drama. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, anyways, uh, it, I don't know. It was silly. It was funny. It yeah. was. I was hoping when I heard that they were going to be filming some Pulp Fiction-ish stuff, I was hoping they were going to go out and film some oh, stuff. Know, you know I what know, I mean? I, I was kind of hoping for something that just wasn't one long take. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. It was silly. It was funny. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Fandango was the John Travolta character. Was it Vinny Vegas? Uh huh. Vega. 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 Vinny Vegas is one of his characters. <laughs> I stand corrected. And uh, uh, Uma Thur- uh, what's his face? Tyler Breeze, Uma Thurman. Yeah, that was good. And they they recreated the scene where he had to stab him. Yeah. At the end, they uh, uh, teased potential. Well, uh, the Ascension said, you know, we'll help you, but we have you have to let us be your friends. Yeah. What were they going to help him with again? I don't remember. Um, and at the end, they said, all right, uh, Fashion 4. Yeah. Uh, assemble. Assemble, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sort of like a fantastic They all put their hands in, and then uh, Fandango just said, we're just going to leave now, okay? We're going to yeah. leave. We're, we're going to leave now, and they just left. Yeah. Yeah, leaving the Ascension high and dry. <laughs> it's great, though, man. I just love the Ascension. It's so, it's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Uh, next up, we had Baron Corbin versus Sin Cara. And before... Before the match started, Baron Corbin said what, Larson? He said, hey, hey, U.S. Open Challenge now closed. You're not for me. <laughs> it's permanently yeah. canceled. It's not free. It's closed. Permanently. And Sin Cara's like, okay. I was like, why is Sin Cara out there? And then poor Sin Cara is probably waiting at a gorilla yeah. for the Open Challenge. But then Sin Cara proceeded to, like, dominate for the next three minutes and win by count out. 
is Baron Corbin still on punishment? Maybe they they put the belt on him, have him beat AJ, and then this week they're like, all right, just so you don't get too comfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to lose by count now. Hey, listen, we don't can rest do on this. your laurels, Baron Corbin. He goes and looks at the match card like it's 2K18, and he's like, run in on AJ. No. Fight against Ankara. Easy win. Clicks on that one. And then he talks to Road Dog and says, <laughs> Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> You're going to lose count out. Count out. Yeah. So and that's what happened. Sincar dominated. He kicked, uh, or he did a crossbody on the outside. Yeah, off the ring post. Yeah, and then uh, Baron Corbin couldn't recover in time to get back in the ring in 10 seconds. Yeah. Hey, that, you're not me. And they lost by count out. Obviously, didn't lose the belt because Sincar is not caring about the time the soon. Line. <laughs> oh, really? I think it's non-title match. Non-title match, really? I don't know, man. Regardless, uh, I don't know if this is going to kick off a feud between Sin Car and Baron no, Corbin. No, so no. This, you know, next week he's going to completely murder Sin Cara in the ring. Yeah, probably. That's what's going to happen. He's going to give. It's going to be like my first match in, against him at the Performance Center in 2K18 when I get squashed by him because I talk crap. How come people just don't try to roll up Baron Corbin? This is known weakness. Like literally, if I were anybody, yeah, I would just try to get for roll up after roll yeah, up, just hit the ground, grab him by the tights, and yeah. boom, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the Usos gave an interview. I like this. Renee Young was asking him. Uh, I forget what she was asking. Oh, how did it feel? They're firmly tweeners now. Oh, firmly tweeners. And I love it. Yeah. This is what they should be. I am so on board with the Usos. Yeah. Again, two years ago, eh, nowadays, love them. Yeah. I, my, my mind can be changed, can be molded based on the actions of... Well, you, you keep an open mind. When, keep an open mind. When new information comes your way, you consider it, process it. Two years from now... And reevaluate your position. Two years from now, Kalisto is going to be my favorite wrestler. Entirely possible. Right now, he's hot trash in my mind. Oh, boy, I hate him. I just really... You know, my favorite, my best memories of Kalisto is when Braun Strowman used to ragdoll the crap out of him. That was my favorite. I also like the time he was in the Elimination Chamber and he climbed, climbed to the top. Yeah, that was, was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. He's a good wrestler. Terrible. Hot. Steaming. He's just... Trash! His promos. Power rank. Top promos. five things I hate about Kalisto. His promos needs to work. Otherwise, it's fine. Five isn't enough. Uh, anyways, during this Usos interview, they were interrupted by Gable and Benjamin, who proceeded to... Uh, they, they need to like get a mic that can... like. Yeah, you couldn't hear anything Shelton Benjamin was saying. <laughs> yeah, like she kept on being too late with the mic on Shelton Benjamin. They had a decent flow, but she couldn't keep up with the mic. Yeah. And so half of it, you're just like, Shelton Benjamin just needs some like his own mic or something because I feel like that happens a you know, lot with him. What they need to do is, is Renee Young has her, her interview mic and then have someone boom. Yeah, I know, exactly. Then yeah. Taking care boom. of him, you're done. Because this has been like several times that Shelton Benjamin has supposed to have said something and a mic hasn't been in front of his face. And so it's like, I don't, like, I get no sense of who you are because I literally can't hear you talk. Mm-hmm. Kind of annoying. Anyways. Anyways, Gable and Benjamin extend their hands at the end <coughs> of the segment to, uh, to shake hands with the Usos and then pull it back. Yeah. And then uh, one of the Usos is upset while the other one just redirects his hands to his brother. That was awesome. I know. That was great. I just love that when, when they did the, the fake out handshake thing, Chad Gable said, think. <laughs> That was great. That was great. Think. That was fantastic. Oh, man. So, let's talk about the Bludgeon Brothers Terrible. now. Awful. But crap. is it entertaining? No. Oh, crap. come on. It's crap. It's a, you can look and it's, it's, it's so funny. It's I feel funny. like Luke Harper knows it sucks whenever he talks. 
Yeah, I know. I was about to say that. But Eric Rowan, I think, loves it. Yeah. Eric Rowan seems really, really super invested in it. seems to be Eric Rowan's feeling. Yeah. Well, Luke Harper, I feel like, could do so much more. And that's why they have such different eyes. When you look into their eyes during this... I mean, hey, at least it was... It had some... Style. Cinematic flair to it. Yeah, it had a little bit of flair. Kind of lame. They, at the end, they both bludgeoned the GoPro they set yeah, up on the ground. Pretty corny. So that was cool. Um, but Luke Harper, especially when he talks in the way, because it was only like two months ago when he was giving a WWE.com exclusive or a YouTube WWE exclusive, where he was like, "Yeah, I can't wait." You know, uh, my family's gonna be out here, and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He's, and now he's like. Blood, and I swear he's doing an Ultimate Warrior impression. It sounds so much like he's trying to do Warrior. He's like, we are the Bludgeon Brothers, and we are about destruction in our the path of destruction. It's not oh, good, man. It's, it's terrible, but I also am kind of amused by it. Yeah, yeah Alex C. says it exactly. Harper looks dead inside. Rowan looks fully erect. Anyways, yeah, it's, it's terrible. What's worse, I'd still rather see them than freaking Heavy Machinery. Really? I can't stand Heavy Machinery. Like, I think about them in my head. I'm like, I just... I start. like Otis. Yeah, Their packaging, Heavy Machinery's packaging is not good, though. It's terrible, man. It's too on the it's nose. Awful. I don't even like Otis, to be honest with you. Really? I just think he's too, like, scrappy hoss that wants to be a face. He's just trying too hard. He's okay. trying too hard. That's right. my problem with it. He needs to care less. Take the Sami Zayn approach. All right. Uh, next, Jinder Mahal came out and delivered a promo, and as rumored, uh, he challenged... Great. I love this. Yes, it was good. He challenged good. Brock Lesnar to a match of Survivor Series. You know what, man? I mean, I, I oscillate on this all the time, whether or not I'm down with this whole gender title thing. He, the dude has one of the best faces in the business. His face is so extreme. From the beginning, he has carried himself like a champ. He has. I mean, the, the, the stuff creative has given him to work with. For the most part, it's not been good. Yeah, I know. But that's the problem. I know they he, book him so weak. I know. Well, that and just you know, in, ter- in terms of the general storylines too. It was the same thing, dude. I mean, I always liken it back to except there's a massive difference back when Seth Rollins was champion. But Seth Rollins was putting on the best matches every single time. And while he was booked as a, a, a weak heel champ, his performance in the ring and mm-hmm. his performance on the mic was enough to 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 take the spotlight off that aspect of his character. Yeah, yeah. It just, like, everything he was doing while he was champ was fun, exciting, except for the finish of his matches. Yeah, because it was always J&J Security and Kane. It was yeah. always that, and that bugged the crowd. His promos me. were great. <laughs> I'll never forget that time where he lost by DQ or something, and then the ring announcer says, but still champion, and he's outside the ring. And yeah, that was awesome. He awful. does that. Yeah. Like, he was so invested. Oh, he was so great. And I feel like Jinder is, too. Jinder yeah. seems to be taking it with, like, you know, he's doing everything he can with it. Um, it's just those Singh brothers, man. They just freaking, they book those guys so that they're like, they're always just there and they're always interfering. And it's like, okay, well, I really, my thing is always this. I really just want to, whoever's champion, there needs to be some legitimacy to that championship, yeah. you know? And it's like, I get that he, he outsmarts people or whatever you want to call it, but I don't know. I just, when he challenges Brock Lesnar, it's like, well, you haven't shown that you can really do that. You can do Brock Lesnar, yeah. you know? But um, but maybe it's an opportunity for him to show that he can, at least for a bit, hang with the beast. We mentioned this yesterday on the yeah. show. Uh, yeah, no, two, two, two days ago. We were talking about oh, Brock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if they, if they really they, – they could do so much for him and whoever takes the title off him if they book this Brock Lesnar match. You know, you don't have to make it look like he's, you know, as dominant as Brock. 
but give them a chance. I know. You know? I know. Don't make it a squash match. Agreed. So, I don't know. Um, so, uh, during the course of his promo, Jinder says he's beat everyone he needs to beat on SmackDown. So, mm-hmm. the next challenge, the only challenge for him left is Lesnar. Yeah. Um, AJ Styles uh, takes offense to that. Yeah. Comes out and says, well, you haven't beaten me. Yeah, big pop, too, for AJ, yes. man. People really want to take that belt back. Um, so, there's some back and forth between AJ and Mahal, um, which ends in AJ attacking Mahal, mm-hmm. laying him out with a Pele kick. So, I mean, this feels like they're going to do a mini-program before Survivor Series. Well, I think it's going to start before Survivor Series and then continue. He's going to pick up after Survivor Series? Yeah. There's, what, like three episodes left? Uh, before Survivor Series? There's almost a whole month. There's more than a month left. There's there's okay, so this is November 20th or something like that. And, but then there's another okay. month until Clash of Champions. I'm guessing this is going to last all through that. Yeah, it could. It could. That'd be good. You can get that belt on AJ at Clash of Champions. Yeah, maybe. You can carry it till Mania. And then be something else where they just had gender clean out the division. Entirely possible. It is. It's possible at this point, man. I sort of give it fifty-fifty. At this yeah, point. I know. Because like we we uh, anyway, well, Randy, he was there to put gender over. We got that. Yeah. Shinsuke, we thought he was going to get the belt. Yeah, off still, him. it's still interesting to me that they had that feud happen in order to enhance Mahal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seemed like there could have been. You know, other people they could have yeah, I know. you know using that spot while saving Nakamura for you know another high profile feud and give him his title shots later. Yeah, it's still an interesting choice, but I mean, to be honest though, at this point, it'll make the impact of whoever does beat Gender that much more impactful. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we thought Shinsuke was a given, and it's not. Assuming it's not John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah, that'll just be completely obvious. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a bummer. Uh, next up we have had a backstage with Daniel Bryan. He's on the phone. Uh, Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers come in and, uh, Mahal is upset about AJ kicking him in the head and said that he wants, uh, uh, Sunil Singh. Is that his name? Yeah. So make How sure many? pronouncing it correctly. Who's the other one? I don't remember the other one. What his name is. How many times do they change their names? Just the once. What was it? What were their real names? Gerv? Gerv and Harv. Gerv and Harv. Was that what yeah. it was? Yeah. When they were the Bollywood boys. And yeah. They renamed them the Singh Brothers. They, they changed, changed their first, first names, name. too? Yeah. That's a bummer. So, uh, next week we'll get Sunil Singh versus AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, I like how, I like how that was sort of just thrown on Sunil. Is he going to wear uh, a tire? Oh, I hope not. Or Yeah, it's, I hope he just wears his entrance gear. Yeah, yeah. yeah his, no, at first he was like, yeah. he was like upset he was, about it, but then he was, he was all jazzed up. Yeah, yeah. He was like, oh, I can't look like a jerk here, so... Worry about it when it gets there, I guess. Yeah. All right. So next up, we had the big rematch from Hell in a Cell. You know, when I said that next summer there's a good chance Bobby Roode would be in the kickoff show. No, I don't think I don't think that's the case, dude. I really don't. I really don't. Um, but I just don't see where this is going. Did, let me. Is, do you think Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler is just a, an odd match? Or is it, is this creative? Just like because it's 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 finally got. I'm finally on board with. Your assertion from the beginning. What's Bobby Roode's motivation here? Yeah. Why does he even care anymore? The thing is, like, with these two, we say this maybe too often, but I feel like it could write itself. But it's not. There's really no, there's no reason for any of this stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, Dolph Ziggler went over with, I mean, it was, what what match they had was better than what we saw oh, at it was, Hell in yeah, a Cell. It was, was fast-paced. It was entertaining. Yeah. Like, why they couldn't have just done that at Hell in a Cell? I don't know. Is instead of, like, eight minutes of, of chin lock? 
of Evil's new. Oh Kim yeah, Mark. yeah, two sleeper holds from Dude, Dolph. There was a ton. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like it was half sleeper hold. Um, and Bobby Roode, I, I still feel like he's he's like okay. So wait, you just want me to smile a lot? Yeah, he doesn't have a character right now. Yeah, yeah. I know. And were the, did the crowd sing along to his entrance last night? I didn't notice. Are they actually? Is the crowd so down on this? I think they did. Okay, people always, people always sing that song. So I noticed. I noticed when Nakamura came out that they were singing to his theme. Yeah, but I didn't notice with with Rude if that were the, that was the case. Too. I'm pretty sure they did. But yeah, no, he's he he just seems cast adrift. With no character, mm-hmm. um, just this whole glorious gimmick. Yeah, but I my, my thing is that my thing about Bobby Roode is this: the gimmick combined with the fact that it's Bobby Roode, there will always, always be he. For me, he was immediately guy who could be put in the main event at any time, and it'd be totally fine. Um, whether or not that's going to happen, I have no idea. Well, I think the audience still needs a reason to care. Beyond just his theme song. His theme song is really good. He's Bobby Roode. People care about him. No, I care about him. I want him to succeed, but his character, I need to care whether he wins or loses. And right now, I don't. See, I do because I understand that him winning means that he'll be like moving on to like a bigger program. Well, I understand that in, in terms of the larger scheme of things, but yeah. in relation to this story. Right yeah. now, I don't care if he wins or loses. Well, I it do. doesn't seem to matter. Yeah, but I can't. I, my thing is this. I can't really like separate the two. I just know that the more wins he racks up, the faster we'll get done with his feud. And so that's what makes me care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Kate Fabe is dead after all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm like, the more, if, if he would have won last night, I'd be like, all right, cool. That's one step closer to being done with this. He oh, I know. Yeah, I think he would win because, like, all right, now he, we can all move on to something that feels yeah. more important. At this point, that's that. I just care about that. Instead, now Bobby Roode takes an L. Because anything else is more important. That's the thing. Anything else is more important. I mean, obviously, anything else doesn't include him not being on TV. Anything else does not include, like, a Ty Dillinger feud, which wouldn't happen because they're both faces. Um, but I, I thinking maybe they're holding that Baron Corbin U.S. title spot for Bobby. I mean, I, I don't see what else he could do. I know. You know? He needs to be in some program where... I mean, is Finn Carr going to turn heel he and that's what's going to be next character. program? I don't know. That'd be terrible. That'd be awful. I don't know. He just needs. They need to give him a character, just something. I know, man. A little bit of depth. I know, but I think I think that could also. We said this before. I think it could be the kind of thing where he hops into a story and then that figures itself out. I hope so. You know, I'm not hopeful. Yeah, man. The way, uh, for the most part, SmackDown's been handling NXT call-ups since WrestleMania pretty much has not been good. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, This next segment was great, though. In English backstage, oh, great, stinging. Yeah. He comes upon uh, two guys hanging out in the hallway. Well, there was one. There was one uh, female employee who was dazzled by his singing yeah. as he walked by. He expected the same reaction from these two uh, writers or whoever they yeah, were. They were there. One, di- one guy was about. on his phone. Mm-hmm. And the other guy was looking at the other guy's yeah, phone. And they were like fake talking to each other. Oh, it was totally fake talking. Yeah. And the native English was like, "Hey, you're not impressed by my singing." And then uh, he says something like, well, what, what uh, musical act would you be impressed by? Yeah. In come the new day. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods playing his trombone. Biggie throwing bootios everywhere. Yeah. And these two guys were into it. Oh, they were more than into it. It was like an orgy for them. Yeah. It was like euphoria, bath salts, coke, and I don't know, whatever other upper you can think of yeah. all in one. Is bath salts an upper? I don't know. Or is it a hallucinogen? It might be that. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is it makes people eat their faces. 
Um, I would suspect it's not a downer because I don't know if someone on a downer would want to eat someone's face. Probably not, man. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, no, they they just completely over start overdoing it. Kofi shaved. He's got a clean baby face now, mm-hmm. and uh, Rusev wasn't happy about that. Well, he comes in. Yeah, he says. Rusev Day. Yeah. It's a good day to be happy. It's Rusev Day. Yeah. And then uh, what happened at that point? I was concentrating on Rusev not trying to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, they leave for some reason, and Aiden English starts singing the Rusev Day theme, and Rusev says, stop it. It's not the time. Yeah. That was great. So are we going to get a new day, Aiden English and Rusev? I would love that. I would think that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. The more Rusev, the better. Absolutely. Which brings us to our main event, Nakamura and Orton taking on Owens and Zayn. Fun match. Uh, no, this was a lot of fun. This is great because of heel Sami Zayn. It was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff going on, sort of in a normal match situation. The finish saw uh, Kevin Owens throw Shinsuke Nakamura into the steps on the outside, gets up on the, on the apron, distracts Lil Nate's the ref, which leads to Sami Zayn, who's about to get uh, a, D- a draping DDT from uh-huh. Randy Orton who himself gets distracted. Sami Zayn gets down. Yano, low blow. Yeah. And... Uh, Haluva kick. Haluva kick. Pinning Orton. Picks up the win. It was so much fun. It was great. And then uh, Owens and Zayn go up the ramp, celebrate. They go to grill position. Met mm-hmm. there by Daniel Bryan. He says, look, we've got a welcoming committee. It's like, we beat... We beat your two guys you brought out. We'll beat anybody. We're the yeah. best. Yeah. And then, uh, what do you think about that, Daniel? And they said, well, it doesn't matter what I think. You can talk to Shane next week when he comes back. Shane McMahon's going to be back next week. Now, now, let me ask you this. I feel like this me- the, the show was like that was supposed to punctuate the show. That's it, supposed to be the end. It was, and that's exactly what I was about and, to say. It ran a little short, so they showed another replay, and that's in like someone, the producer was like, okay, we have two minutes we need to kill. What are we going to do? Oh, and does get back out there and celebrate? Which ran completely counter to the thing that's supposed to punctuate the show, them being like, oh, dang, Shane's going to be back. But it was great. It was the highlight of the show for me because they're out there. Owens on the mic saying, "We're the best. We're the best. We're best friends. We're best friends." I'm Kevin Owens. This is Sami Zayn, and we're best friends. They hug, and Owens screams in the mic while staring at Nakamura and Orton. Yeah. As the camera fades, hug me, hold me tight. That was amazing. Gosh darn it! It felt like it felt because I was I watched uh I watched everything but that last match last night on my PlayStation. This morning I loaded up Hulu and just watched the rest of it, and uh, and I watched it and I was like, does Hulu have access to like the the afterwards like just for the live crowd maybe? No, no. And then I saw the little the copyright bug and I was like, no, that show should have gone a little bit longer. That's what should have happened. Like that match was supposed to go about thirty seconds to a minute longer, and they sent them right back out there. Like we still there's get out there on the mic and celebrate, but we're supposed to just get out there. I'm happy they did because that was gold. Oh, it was fantastic. He said, hold me tight. Oh, that was fantastic. That was absolutely great. Loved it. I, I liked SmackDown a lot last night. That was yeah, it, was even, even, it was one of those episodes, even the bad was, even like the only bad thing I thought was sort of the women's match because there was no point to it. But like uh, even the bad stuff, like the Bludgeon Brothers, it was just, to me, it was, it was like, oh, good. I'm excited now that I get to talk crap about this tomorrow. There's some stuff that's just boring. That's when wrestling is at its worst. If it's boring, it fails. If it's bad, we can talk about it and at least get some entertainment value out of that. Yeah. So, question time. CM Punk finds it insulting. If uh, Tetsuya Naito and Kazuchika Okada are hanging from a cliff and you can only save one of their lives, who do you choose to save and why? 
I would do this to Naito. And then I'd pull up the Rainmaker. That's what I'd do. I'd save Naito. Yeah. Because Okada uh, has taken a Shibata headbutt. Mm-hmm. Entire match with Suzuki and won. There you go. I, I, I am fully confident that Okada can find a way to get himself out of the situation. Yeah. I'll save Naito and the Rainmaker. He's resilient. Okada, however, is not the man gravity forgot. But hopefully sometime next year he'll fight that guy. Yeah. Uh, Fat Faster Champ Alex Foster. How will Going in Raw celebrate Rusev Day? We're having a sub party today. We're having a 182,000 sub party. And we've got our trophy. Our trophy. It's our sub party trophy. Yes. Uh, Let's see here. Next up, uh, Drew Compton, the Empire of Filth. Uh, I got this theory, friendos. Tell me what you think. Sami Zayn's overzealous Mark gimmick and subsequent on-screen absence that he's had for most of his run in SmackDown Live is a result of resisting and overanalyzing a heel turn. Please speculate. So he's saying backstage he's been uh, overanalyzing with this heel turn. (coughs) Is this kayfabe or not kayfabe? Uh, I think it's a combo of both. Okay. Um, like someone in creative said to him, hey, Sammy. Like he's in character, the, the over-analytical Sammy's main character. Mm-hmm. But someone from creative goes up to him and says, Sammy, uh, we got this plan over the next couple of months to turn you heel. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen for a little while yet, but just to put on your radar. And so, you know, he kind of takes himself out of, out of action to analyze it, go over it, and make sure that's what's best for his career. That could be. I like it. I like that. As an idea. Hopefully he had a telestrator involved. Yeah, I really want to get a Venn diagram. I'm sad that you came up with that idea because... Pros and cons and in the middle, if you found enough stuff to put in the middle of that Venn diagram, you'd be happy with it. I really wish that that idea had come from like pro wrestling sheet or cage side seat. The Telestrator? Yeah, because it would have been backstage update on Sami Zayn using a a Telestrator. Yeah. (laughs) I still think you should do it. Analyze people's matches and dissect them. Because usually like some of those guys get it right sometimes. I know. James Rodriguez, what reunion do you think will break up first, The Shield or Sammy and Kevin Owens? The Shield. Yeah. I think they're going to run with this Sammy-Kevin thing for a little while. Until SummerSlam at least next year. Yeah. I think that'd be smart. Nicholas Grosskirth. Grosskirth. Who would you rather have as your best friend, Sammy Zayn or Chris Jericho? And could we see a Zayn-Jericho feud in the future? Could, potentially. Um, so if I was 10 years younger and single... I'd rather have Chris Jericho as my best friend. Why is that? Because he's a massive rock star. Uh-huh. And you know who loves rock stars? The groupies. Mm-hmm. And so I might get a little bit of you know action there. Mm. But I'm a family man. Got kids. Uh, I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. I feel like we have more down-to-earth conversations. Yes, exactly. Yeah. On the other hand, at this point, Chris Jericho also has a very popular podcast it could be best for business to be his best friend. I'll say Sammy Zane. You say Christian. A lot of options there. Um, Empire of Filth Ambassador Jason McCabe. So this is Braun's first feud. Baron. Sorry. What did I say, Braun? Yeah. Sorry. Braun's first feud. Baron, you said it again. <laughs> so is this really Baron's first feud? Sin goddamn Kara? So much for not being buried anymore. It's just one match. Uh, it's going to be two matches. Next week he's going to squash uh, Sin Cara. That's going to be... That's the thing. Yeah, that'll be it. That's, that's what's next for Braun. Yeah. For Braun. For Braun, exactly. Larson, sorry to interrupt you, champion Dylan Superkick Scribner, um, with hilarious remarks from Kevin Owens at the end of the show. Hug me and hold me tight. Power rank the five best wrestlers with great comedic timing. Also, Rusev saying, not right now to Amy English. Um, I'm going to say this at number five, Enzo Amore. Mm-hmm. He actually has a really good comedic timing, yeah. 
Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Yeah, but we haven't seen it lately. I know, but this is historically of yeah. all time. I'd say Kurt Angle's up there. Yeah. Steve Austin's up yeah. there. Yeah. He has great comedic timing. Uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, great comedic timing. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Owens does too. Uh, Seth Rollins has a really good comedic timing. Yeah, he timing. does. Yeah. John Cena has mm-hmm. great. I mean, he, he's translated that to a successful Hollywood career. Yes, he's broken through to Hollywood despite what uh, <laughs> Roman, said. Roman said. Yeah. You failed. You couldn't break in. Well, I mean, he's like this stuff. Enormously successful right yeah. now. He's in movies. That's all of my likes, and now you're on your own. Uh, oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, oh, <laughs> this is a great one. Uh, Primetime Henry Harris asks, since it's been reported by Sportskeeda that some wrestlers have been talking to Cody Rhodes about leaving WWE Power Rank, who's been talking to Cody Rhodes? Neville, Neville is number, yes, one, number one, obviously. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say number five, because it might not be likely, but I can see it. Dean Ambrose. Four, Bo Dallas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that, because he's got a ton of like upside. I, th- I think him more than Curtis Axel. I think Curtis Axel is probably pretty happy where he's at. Um, number three. Number three. Who's been talking to Cody Rhodes? This is, this could also be framed potentially. It's not the same question. Who in WWE do we want to join Bullet Club next? Oh yeah, that's a great question. Um, Gold Dust. <laughs> well, I, I assume he has an open invite. I don't think he needs to. Well, I think he calls. Talk, he probably bro- talks to his brother on a regular basis. He probably too. does. Yeah, he probably texts him on a regular, on a, a daily basis. Um. Who else? You think Dolph calls up Cody? I still think if Dolph leaves, he's going to go do stand-up. Yeah. I don't think he's going to wrestle. <coughs> or he may wrestle. I don't think it's going to be his priority. I mean, if he's if he's like, man, I'm making freaking $50 a night doing stand-up, doing he, open mic. He'll wrestle. To he'll wrestle to supplement his stuff. But he's also, you got to figure, he's been paid a lot of money over the years. Yeah. So he might have like a really big stash. I would hope. Hmm. Rusev. Rusev? You think he's calling up Cody? Sure. I want the good out of you. This place sucks. I don't know, man. I still say that Rusev and Lana both understand that the WWE is the best platform. Oh, I sure it is. I know. I, just, I, 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 like, I still like the idea of Rusev and New Japan. I think that'd be great. What faction? Suzuki Goon. Suzuki Goon? I know Suzuki Goon tends to job a lot, but yeah. he fits in perfectly with Suzuki I don't know. Goon. I don't know. I don't know if he'd be happy with Lance Archer spitting at everybody. I don't know. As long as he's not That's tag teaming with him. Imagine him. You think Davy Boy Jr. gets some uh, some collateral spit on him? Do they walk side by side or is Davy Boy Smith behind him? Well, that's the big question. I, yeah. don't know. I think I kind of remember him being behind him. Me too. In which case, you know what? I'd rather be in head of him. Because yeah. if you're behind him, you can get some stuff down with Side or behind, you're in bad news territory right yeah, there. Yeah, you'd be in front. That's not good. You definitely need to be in front. But like a good five steps in front of him, dude. Yeah. You can't be right behind him. Then you'd be in the back of your head be getting hit. Yep. Great question, though. Yes. Uh, let's see here. <coughs> oh, uh, that quite just to give him some shout-out, Dale Takahashi, the cat, also asked the same question. Oh, okay. Um, um, Sean Holver, does Jinder Mahal need to win at Survivor Series for his title reign to seem slightly impressive? No. I mean, it's not going to happen. He's not going to win at Survivor Series. Brock Lesnar's going to win. That's a lot. There's only one person who's going to beat Brock Lesnar going forward, and that person's name is Roman Reigns. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this. That's how they ended the Rusev thing. That's how the New Day left, is that he said it's Rusev Day, 
and kind of mockingly, Xavier started playing Rusev's oh, theme yeah, yeah, on his yeah, yeah. thing, and they walked out. Oh, that was that. great. That was great. I was like, wow, he can actually play that. That's impressive. That guy, Power Rank, who should replace Daniel Bryan as GM when he leaves? Enzo Amore. Dolph Ziggler. But Dolph Ziggler in his current incarnation, yeah. so nobody gets entrances. Yes. Yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Um, William Regal. Good. Good. Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, that's like number one, man. How about this? Number three, Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's your name? Ooh. I'm I'm uh, I'm Bobby Roode. Yeah, you. Uh, where is the catering? <laughs> I'm asking about my match tonight, Jake. Not really want. We can talk about her catering. They got any vegan crap over there? Dally has me having the vegan crap. <laughs> Feel great though. That always cracks me up when they call him Dally. Hey, you. Dallas isn't his real name. Dally, I know. It's not his real first name. Bobby, what's that movie you used to refinish? It's a glorious DDT. You know, I invented that movie. You're changing it. Oh, uh, that guy, Triple H and Vince have a falling out. Triple H leaves and starts his own promotion. Which superstars from all the divisions leave with them? What does he call the promotion? And what was the fight between oh, them about? It's like an All Japan. No, wait, who... Who started? When did All Japan start being? No, what was it Noah? I think Noah started something like that. Okay, bunch of guys left All Japan. Falling out is about uh, how the NXT call has been de- dead on the main roster. What the hell are you doing with Bobby? You know I had a distinct plan for him. Like That's, when Oscar jobs out her first match. Yeah, exactly. And she gets Triple squashed by Emma. Dead. Yeah. So who does Triple H take with him? Saying that he can just don't worry about contracts. Well, we know he takes Oscar. He takes Oscar. Kevin, Sammy, Finn, Hideo, Tommy, because we saw that picture with them. Yeah. He takes Leo Rush, probably takes Drew. Jinder. Yeah. Because he likes Jinder. Um, Alistair Black. Alistair Black. Um, Seth, of course, Seth. Seth. Big time Seth, yeah. That's a pretty, that's a really good foundation. I mean, it's everybody. (laughs) It's like, you know. Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey, yeah. Yeah. Charlotte's going to stay with the old man. Trying to think of other wrestlers that we're pretty sure. Are, oh, Sheamus. Sheamus would go. Oh, yeah. That's a stinker. All right, one more question. Let's open some mail. Uh, oh, here we go. Matt Evans, great question. New patron, too. So thank you for your support. Yes, thank you. Do uh, What do you think about the idea of Axel and or Bo Dallas switching sides during TLC Due to being left out of Miz's team. I think that that's something might happen with Curtis Axel. Yeah. I think that's the And on top of that, you're telling me the crowd isn't going to pop for oh, him to do something. Imagine halfway through the match he comes out with SWAT gear. Yeah. Or comes with the crowd with SWAT gear. How awesome would that be? <laughs> it would never happen, but that'd be amazing. I know. That'd be fantastic. And even if he gets beat up, like he gets beat up by Braun, but distracts Braun from the task at hand. Right. That'd be great. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be good. All right. Let's open some mail. Let's open some mail. This first one here from Emilio Hernandez. Oh, real quick, while you open this, yeah. we've got another first-time patron here. His name is I'm Not Baron Corbin. He says, I was just thinking that since Stephanie McMahon appeared briefly on SmackDown after Kevin Owens attacked Vince, but has not been seen on Raw since Mania, how would you book her return to Raw to continue her role as commissioner now that she's still around and doing fine? Um, and how would you explain her long absence? She's been busy at work. Yeah. But she's back because 
Um, I don't know. I feel like she's going to come back to SmackDown because of the Shane thing. Yeah, the Shane be. Vince. I think the McMahons are kind of on SmackDown now. Try to boost those ratings. Or she'll still come back. Something to do with Kurt Angle and Triple H. She'll come back to set up a Triple H Kurt Angle match. Would you like to read a letter? Wow. Oh, what man. is that? Oh, man. Japanese wrestling magazine. Who is this from? Uh, Emilio Hernandez. Just wanted to say thanks for all the content you two put out as well as the work that goes into it. It really helps the nights go by faster. My security job. That's cool. I love hearing that whenever somebody's got a job. And Although I've stuck to watching pretty much only New Japan, uh, the podcast helps with keeping up with all the WWE product. Here's some Japanese wrestling stuff. Pro Resu Re- Weekly Magazine issues. Some pins and some trading cards. Lasombro. Oh, look at this one. Oh, man. Oh, that's so cool. Just Carl Anderson. Oh, I'm taking this one home with me. Yoshi Tatsu. Yes. Carl Anderson. <laughs> oh, those magazines look amazing. Yeah, they do. Oh, look at... Look at the freaking Rainmaker on Shibata right there. Oh, there's more pins in here. Look, look at this merch store right... Whoa, look at that Los Ingobernables shirt. Yeah, man, that's cool. Holy crap. What we got here? Bullet Club Bullet button. Bullet Club button. Oh, L-I-J. Oh, you can have that one. That's rad. Thank you very much. I it's forgot awesome. they do. they read things opposite of us. Oh, I'm so hyped for this. I know. This is so cool. Thank you very much. All right. Let's open this next one. All right. We'll look at that later. So this is another crate from the Wrestle... Whoops. ThatWrestlingClub.com. I I can't get it. I'm going to keep looking at this magazine. Yeah, man. That's so cool. I want to order a mask from whatever this is. CMLL. Yeah. What is all this? That wrestling club. What do we got this week? It's a bag of candy. (laughs) Nice. There's a poster. I'll eat some candy. Ooh. What is that shirt? Large. That looks cool. Papa Shango. That's cool. That's cool. It's cool design. Yeah, it is. This is amazing. Oh, man. That is fantastic. Look at that poster. It's a 1993 Halloween Havoc. Doink the Clown pin. Here. That's rad. That Wrestling Club Worldwide sticker. Oh, cool. Well, I love stickers. Uh, it's like a, ooh, a comic book. Killer really? Bees. Halloween Mass Confusion. That's rad. Oh, look at that. You like the comic books? I do like the comic books. Some sort of, ooh, Bray Wyatt autograph. Who did this? I want to get whoever did this to do our comic book. Hey, man. Look, man, I got myself in my own way by 10, man. I signed it too, man. And then a little postcard. What was a postcard? Awesome. What was a postcard? No, I just that's what it is. Okay. Thank you very much. That wrestling club. All right, you ready for trivia? Yeah. Trivia is the best. Trivia. Trivia is the best. And, of course, after this, we'll do chat trivia. Chat trivia. <laughs> for patrons exclusively. Yeah. Where's my trivia card? Oh, here they are. Well, I'll start because I have my cards in hand. Yeah, start with classic. Classic. Big events. What superstar made his WWE debut by interfering? Have we had this card before? Yeah, we've had this card before. Oh, no. Oh, dear. 
I'm going to enjoy some milk duds. You do that. Probably going to sound terrible in the mic. Yeah, that's going to sound real bad. Hold, please. We had this one before. Boom. Club. No, we haven't. Okay, are you ready? Was the answer Mr. Perfect on that first one? Uh, no. Mm, bummer. What WWE superstar faced an imposter version of himself in a match at SummerSlam 1994? Undertaker! Yeah. Classic! You're really eating milk duds on, milk duds on a... It's a bad move, right? Yeah, it's terrible. Big events. What city served as host of the first episode of Raw January 1993? New York City. New York City! Championships. You better hold the finger up. Who defeated Ricky the Dragon Steamboat for the Intercontinental title and went on to hold the title for more than a year? Oh, yeah. Macho Man. Oh, Honky Tonk Man. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. That was Honky Tonk Man. Classic uh, championships. What WWE champion had to compete in two championship matches at WrestleMania 10 because of the tie at that year's Royal Rumble? It was Bret Hart. Yokozuna. Damn it. (laughs) Superstar bio. What WWE Hall of Famer was a feared in-ring competitor, longtime announcing partner Bobby Heenan, President WWE from 95 to 97? Gorilla Monsoon. What con- uh, superstar bio. Superstar bio. What controversial superstar was known as the Loose Cannon? Oh, that's Brian Pillman. Very good. He also carried a gun around. Big event. Which McMahon was in the Rock's corner for the fatal four-way match for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 2000? Oh, crap. Vince? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Third on him. Oh, yeah. Um, Attitude error. Big events. Who made Hulk Hogan tap out in their match of the 2002 King of the Ring pay-per-view? Kurt Angle? Yeah, very good. Championships. Six superstars competed in the Armageddon Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship at Armageddon 2000. Who emerged victorious? What was it? Hell in a Cell 2000? Yeah, at Armageddon 2000. Um, Stone Cold. Kurt Angle. Ah, damn it. That's right. That's right. That was one where Rikishi went out the top, right? Yeah, I think so. All right. Championships. Championships. What diva made a spectacular debut in June 2003, winning a seven diva battle royal to capture the WWE Women's Championship in her first match? 2003, huh? Mm-hmm. Victoria. Gail Kim. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I think I'm Currently about to retire from GF Impact. Superstar Bio, what was the name of the tag team with members Grandmaster Sexay and Scotty Too Hotty? Too Cool. Yeah. Man, I get this right to get a tie. Superstar Bio. Superstar Bio. What unfortunate superstar was the charter member of Mr. McMahon's Kiss My Ass Club in November 2001? Boss man. Regal. Oh, no. Take a card. I have to kiss Mr. Oh. McMahon's asshole. I've got to kiss him on the bum. It's like, cast my asshole. Oh, yeah, I got Jackie. The guy, the, the gal that Vince was a freaking lech all over. Uh. He's gross. Anyways, that's it for the show. We want to say thanks for hanging out with us. Patrons, stay tuned for chat trivia. Until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.